Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Let's hurry and start before they start sawing things again. Okay, and I don't have a pen, so you're going to have to take notes, Kyle. Um, oh, boo. You're handing me a <laughs> fucking pen. Because <laughs> that's because Kyle is sitting up on my grandma's fainting chair, which is where I write in my journal in the morning. Oh, your morning pages are done on that very chair? Yes. Wow. There's a lot of angst uh, and ag- agita, agita about my weight on that. It's not a chair, it's a parlor it's sofa. A, it's a freaking love seat. Yes. And you were like. From the 20s. And I made you get a third chair. Because I'm yeah. like, I'm not sitting shoulder to shoulder to you in a love seat while we do this Wow, podcast. it's our 100th episode. I thought we were at that point, but I guess not. Uh, I I had this plan that we weren't ever going to tell you because you kept threatening to end <laughs> it at 100 episodes. I, but uh, wait, I can't quit because it's the third credit on the, my book <laughs> flap jacket. I'm like, what? Come that on, made man. me laugh so hard. Yeah. You're, it's the third credit. Yes. Um, it's certainly, I saw Karen Rontowski today and she said, are you guys mentioning me on the podcast? Because I'm getting a lot of, hey, they mentioned you on, and I said, <laughs> well, then clearly we are. I don't know when it, uh, we just talk about how, what a good joke writer you are. That's all. <laughs> and uh, she's like, talk it up, do whatever you, I need the work. She told me, mm-hmm. well, is it, is that something? Is that something I want to say? Um, Oh, there's a new booker at Harvey's outside of Portland, in oh. Portland. Oh. Because remember, that guy had a heart attack and then wouldn't sell it to... Oh, the... so wait, so Barry sold the club? It is it Barry? Barry Collin. Was that his name? Yes. I never worked for Harvey's. That's I'd the guy heard... who, who originally owned the room. The Torres is kind of booked it when it was the last laugh. This is like early 90s, guys. Okay. And uh, Joe Torres uh, was in prison for sexually assaulting a, a waitress <laughs> at the. He was like there an early. Well, that's, that's an early canary in the coal mine there. That's a- <laughs> and um, uh, but uh, so Barry took over because he figured it didn't look too hard if, yeah. if a rapist could do it. Right? Why can't right. a cheap fuck? <laughs> Why can't a cheap fuck <laughs> who, who also has power issues? Yes. Uh, um, so you know he proved himself right, and uh, but somebody else. Did- <laughs> somebody else buy the building or did he uh, hire he, someone to book his own building again i think uh he's uh it's quite a parade uh i don't know how this guy's gonna follow but he barry, did he barry did neil bring, barry neil is booking it i know that name and i see the look on your face <laughs> so it's a parade of not a rapist but a bit of a cheap fuck <laughs> uh i well, uh i work know. for barry neil but uh, barry neil um you got to appreciate your cheap me, fucks in the nightclub business when uh, they're not rapists. Right, right. Come I mean, on, it's, man. Uh, it's, it's, it's this or stripping. Oh, yeah. A certain personality is drawn to booking a comedy club. And right. if it's not a rapist, let's be grateful. <laughs> right. It's small triumphs. <laughs> uh, tiny baby steps <laughs> in the world. So... Um, yeah, here's my favorite thing that happened in the week that the world is completely lit on fire, of course. Uh, every oh, week first, we gather. Yes. You're, okay, yes, go. It was a story that I know already. Uh, is it the Doug Stanhope one? No. Oh, that the fact that, so I, t- we, as, as we mentioned last episode, 
last episode, you guys. Uh, I talked had to Doug Stanhope. Lu- yeah. Louis had just broken, and I talked to Doug Stanhope for an hour, mm-hmm. where I let him vent about how some women like it when he jerks off in front of them. <laughs> and I was like, that's great. Let right. them, let those women be the ones. Uh, and then the rest of the women who don't like it, let them not be the ones. Uh, it'd be like, literally, it would be like if your girlfriend was into rape fantasies. And love to be fake raped, and yeah. then you went out and raped somebody, uh, right? That, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the analogy is a jump, and yet, if can I make it any stronger, it's any clearer? It's you? a tiny leap. It's not even it's a, a jump. It's a giant. But it's yeah. also like um, what what guys don't seem to get is that women frequently, when you're you're in a situation where you're trapped. And you're you don't know the guy's stronger than you. You don't know if it's going to escalate. So you you just try to nice your way out of it. That's your, it. Your first rule is to survive this interaction. Right. Right. And, and if the guy's bigger survived, than you, that's yes. a fucking win. Yes. So a lot of times women pretend like and they're laughing, but it's a fear based laugh, and it's a I just want to get out of here with my head attached to my neck. Right. And so and the guys are like, well, why did you could just leave? And you're like, uh, no. A lot of times when you. When you try to leave, the person gets angry and violent, and most of the time, most men are more physically stronger than most women, and so that's the sh- that's all these calculations we're doing constantly. So much so that I right. I don't even think we realize it anymore because it's nope. just part of our DNA. It's the water but, that we are swimming in. So a lot of the women who so called liked it, maybe maybe a couple of them did. But a lot of them were pretending because they just didn't want Louis C.K. to hurt their careers. Right. And they didn't want this. And that's probably why they're not adding their voices to the chorus is, is they, they don't want to be, you right. know, no, you want your credits to be your podcast. And, <laughs> right. You need that third yeah, credit you, to be your podcast. Yeah. You don't want the third credit to be Louis C.K. <laughs> accuser. Okay. Right, exactly. No one and does. No one does. So, so, so I talked to Doug for an hour and then Doug's manager emails you to ask if he can be on the <laughs> Jackie and Lori show, which there's all kinds of problems with that sentence. First and foremost, no guests. Right. No guests, Doug Stanhope. I did pitch. I just want, you know, I did pitch it as like a special episode. To me. And yes. uh, here, here's and an you idea. shot it down. Here's an idea. Pretty Doug hard. Doug Stanhope. You have a podcast. <laughs> Why don't you have us on your podcast? Yeah. And then you can bitch and bitch and bitch. And when I say, why don't you have us on our podcast? I've already listened to you for an hour. I love you dearly. Why don't you have Lori on your podcast? No, I, want, I need you and I to tag team <laughs> it'd be It'd be exhausting. Because the thing is... is we I, should start masturbating in front of him. Oh, he... Well... <laughs> He wouldn't like it. We're he 52. Would, he wouldn't like that at all. Exactly. Oh, speaking of my 52-year-oldness, yes. uh, I have to make a... Uh, I should just call him, but let's do it. It's easier this way to just apologize to Ryan Stout. I had lunch with Ryan Stout yesterday, <laughs> yeah. and um, I ran out of topics of conversation. Okay. And so I farmed a joke into the conversation. Oh, my God. You know, I wish I could kick you out of my house exactly. right now. <laughs> Disgusting. If I can't get the check and walk out of the restaurant, that is awful. He really... It did is, he I, know it? He did not know it. 
It is. That's, a, do you know why? Because he didn't fucking laugh without which, your without his consent. <laughs> exactly. You threw a joke in a conversation of all people, bitches, Jackie. man. What are you gonna do, bitches? Uh, he probably so. act like he liked it, but <laughs> we know he didn't. He's trying to protect your ego and get out without hurting your feelings, right? And without me losing my temper, clearly, <laughs> and and force. And here's the thing: it's such a gross premise. That the poor bastard, I genuinely feel bad about the thing is, it's about how my period is old. I literally, so the, at lunch. You forced this topic on Ryan. Um, and it was because Andrew Solomson came and joined us at lunch at the end. He, n- n- uh, so we now were you're blaming eating. another victim. Another, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. I can see how easily this happens. See how it happens, you guys, for victim shaming? But so, so. Andrew brought up a book, which led me to think of another book, which made me think about my this new bit that I haven't tried yet. And so I brought it up in context of the book, A Canticle for Leibowitz. Anyway, a book you haven't read. Anyway, so... I don't like that tone. Well, that tone I may have bought it you. and not read it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kyle's in the garage, too, you guys. Yes. Anyway, so... Um, so the... But the... The premise is... is it's, it's gross, and so I don't know that I'll ever do it, but mm-hmm. the book made me think of it, and that's why I brought up the joke. And I... And I told Maria and she said well sometimes you run out of conversation and then all you're thinking about is comedy and then I told her the premise and she had heard the premise because we did Joke Machine in Bloomington last weekend Mm -hmm. and she was like oh that's it that's unfortunate Because of how gross your period is old, that's a gross premise. Nobody <laughs> wants to. I don't even want to talk about it, but um, it's, it's fine. Well, I feel like you're flaunting your fertility in front of me with your period jokes, uh, let me and just tell I you feel something. harassed. The premise of it is that I have seen my uterine lining, and it is not conducive to supporting life. Oh. So that's the premise of the joke. Nobody okay. wants any part of it uh, on this podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Jackie and Laurie show. Let's get out. This is the great way to end this podcast. It's a hundred episode episode and it's called Jackie's Uterine Lining. (laughs) Oh, and we have a name for the program, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Okay, so so this is again on a Tuesday and uh, new allegations could come (laughs) out before this one's released. But like just now, just like an hour ago, John Lasseter from Pixar. Yeah. Stepped away to stepped examine away his missteps. To, to spend more They're time with not missteps. his family. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it's now. It's it's almost like we've moved off a of comedy for for a very intense couple days. It the entire comedy. world was focused on women and comedy. It was very uncomfortable in a way. <laughs> well, since we've been ignored for so long. Yes. If, did you read Meryl Marco? I just read that. I just oh, tweeted it. So yeah, it was good. really great. Yeah. Of course, because everyone, by the way, buy all of Meryl Marco's books because Meryl Marco's books are outstanding. Yeah. My favorite writer. one is the one about her mom because I think her yeah. mom passed away and her mom didn't like her her entire life. Wow. Way to rub that one in right it's, now. Uh, <laughs> Because you have your mom who loves you just living just feet away from us. Right. And <laughs> uh-huh. And so, uh, but the it's uh, cool, calm, and collected, except yes. that that's yeah, not yeah, it. Yeah. It's like cool, calm, and something else. Yes. And it's a, it's, I've read it twice. It's such a great book. Um, so tell, okay, so I'll, t- I have a little story and then, okay, yeah, please. So, uh, so my son has a YouTube channel. And Thank God. that he does at his dad's house. Let's put that out right out. And we, this is not a mom project. Right. Okay. He's 11. I, okay. So, uh, 
he signed off a couple of his videos by with the ejaculation special, which is putting a finger gun to your head and blowing <laughs> your brains out. So that's how he signs out a couple of videos. It's, Did it's he a see new sign that? off. I didn't make that up. No, but that's, I think okay. he's seen it like on, he watches okay. these, I don't, I don't know who they are, but they're either British or Australian or both. There's, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of YouTubers that are like 18 or 19 and he's obsessed with them. So, right. okay. So he's probably copying that. Yeah. You know, we're not a suicidal family and <laughs> this is a no. family of narcissists. And, right, right. Uh, it's more of a, we'll kill you before we right, kill it's ourselves. It's a murder family. It's yeah. not a suicide family. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, uh, and then he had another video where he has a uh, one of his stuffed animals. He always makes the videos with a stuffed animal. Okay. And where he's beating the stuffed animal, and then the stuffed animal says, "You're abusing me." And then he gets in a they get in a discussion about it. Right. So someone from a school, mm-hmm. a, an adult, watched the videos and decided that uh, we needed a wellness check. A wellness check, right? Is is that code for they think he's suicidal? Yeah. Or, okay. Or, or why is why does he know the word abuse? Why does he know the, mostly because his brain's attached to his mouth. Yeah, he's 11. I mean it's thrown yeah. around all over the place. Yeah, he's okay. not he's not a baby. Yes. He's so, a young man. Right, and he's watching other media and right. people are it's a common word now. Yeah. Um yeah. we listen to NPR in the morning where they talk about their own bosses ab- you know like it's yes. a word. So anyway, uh so on a <laughs> I I got so, a text. I guess it was Tuesday night or I don't know. Last, last maybe Thursday or maybe whatever. Yeah, last Thursday maybe something. Whatever. I get a text. Uh, yeah, because I had three spots that night. It was Thursday. <laughs> so so I, I had to leave the house at six forty-five, right? And around six thirty earlier the night, it was. Uh, we need to talk to you about your son. Uh, please call me sometime tonight. It was, and and I thought, well, I'll call after after swim practice and after. Um, cause I'm, I'm, we're down this week. We're off this week okay. on Conan. I'm not working. So I'm just floating around like a stay at home mom. So I right. went to a swim practice and, um, and then, uh, I thought, well, after, after dinner, I'll call this lady or I'll call her on the way to, to my first spot. Um, cause, cause the text did not imply that there was a wellness check. Right, right, right. So she, so that wasn't good enough. And around oh. six, so I have to leave at six thirty five. Six. 25 maybe there's a knock on the front door open the door three police officers on the front steps of my house two squad cars out front two squad cars and three cops yes and because of course, you didn't respond to a text from some right teacher. i'm like oh my mother died in a car accident oh, my oh God. where is please she? god oh my but god no. <laughs> but no instead they uh they come in are is this are you the mother of my son's name yes so they come in, they want to do a check. They've heard, they've heard about these suicide video. Now that's become a suicide video and a be animal abuse video because he beat the, the yeah, they the said the phrase animal. animal abuse. I'm like, what, what is he doing? Cause I'm not a part of this, his video channel. He does it as a dad at his dad's on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And, um, so my son knows the videos he's talking about. So we, so first he pulls up and, and by the way, the reason I don't watch his videos, which I told you this is they're horrific they're boring it's he's 11 well There's wait a very minute little editing yes i can i can explain better than you can okay thank you uh, 
I, I'm sorry. I know a lot of 11 year olds. So yeah. I just, I went right to the, to but the they taste are, for me. 11 year olds love them, which is why they're oh, awful. Really? And uh, they're, uh, they're like, he has a other? special effects software and he uses every fucking special effect in every video. <laughs> and well sometimes at the same time. And it, it, they're, the seizures you get from just watching a minute are uncontrollable. So I, I can't even get through them. But I know his, his fans, who are a couple of his friends, love them. <laughs> so he, he loves it, okay. right? And he's yep. just throwing every fucking special effect he can at yeah, stuff. Yeah. He's throwing his, an- his stuffed animals out the wall. He's throwing things and just right. and watching and then doing a slow-mo or, or putting a helium voice on it. Whatever he can yeah, do, right? right, right. So, um, so I, 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 but I have, after the school called me initially during the day, I, I looked at two of the videos where he shot himself in the head. And I was right. like, okay, I could see how that's disturbing to look at. Mm-hmm. And, um, and before one of them is three minutes of my son said the word tree. And then he, he pushed repeat for three minutes straight. So it's just the word tree <laughs> things. Tree, 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 tree. It again, it's awful. Right. So the cop, so the cop, and then he blows his brains out. Right. And the signs off. So then the cops come and they're like, can we see the video? And I was like, I go, yeah, pull that one up. And I knew that we could fast forward to the suicide, but I'm like, no, I'm going to make him watch, make him watch the part where he says tree for My three minutes straight. Philip Glass. Yes. Please sit through the next. So they 18. watched the whole thing and I could see them just glazing over. And then, then we see the animal abuse video where he's with his, this is a, a, a stuffed animal. animal that he sleeps with at night mm-hmm. and takes with him to school. And he just plays with it a million ways. And again, he's play acting something. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, so they ended up thinking it was just, a. A waste of their time. Uh, they were not wrong. They were not and wrong. Then, so they left and didn't file a report. And, and did you get to do your three cents? Yeah, they left around 642. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to say anything, but I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> I got three sets. I know that. you, you think my son is a suicidal murderer, but I have to go. I have three right. spots. It's a, uh, and that's really rare in Los Angeles. On have a you Thursday thought about night. showing him Harold and Maude? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I know the movie. I haven't seen it. It's a movie, Harold and Maude. It's about a young man who um, fakes his own death over and over and over again. And it's very funny, but it's very dark. Showing my son that? Yeah. No, but we we started watching Stranger Things. Um, You should see Harold and Maude. It's better than Stranger Things. I doubt doubt it. it. Oh, yeah. But it's not a kid's movie. Stranger Things isn't a kid's show. There's kids in it. My son loves there's it because there's kids in, in it. it. But there's yes. children in The Omen, too. Are you dashing off to That's The next. Omen? That's next. <laughs> Just to prove you wrong, that's and, next. And Harold and Maude is about a young man, so it's about a, a high school kid. Ugh. So, okay. Anyway. Too old. Tweens. We're tweens. <laughs> and my son is being grilled by three cops, and he's yeah. just so, like, cool about it and nonplussed. It was kind of interesting. And, uh... And then he just, when That's they so left, weird. he just thought that was ridiculous. And I'm like, wow, you really kind of diminished your, your authority by this visit. And then I called the school the next day and yelled at them. And then his dad really yelled at them. And, uh, I, they, uh, somebody at the well, whatever said, it, well, that seemed like we're that, going to review our process. I heard picture. that about 17 times. I texted, I texted you a picture of three armed police officers talking to my 11 year old son about his unicorn videos what about Jesus. this i did the dirty bookstore the pleasure chest yeah last thursday right um 
or Wednesday or whenever the hell it is, what day it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Greg Fitzsimmons was there. And I told him I was going to Bloomington to do the Comedy Attic, one yeah. of the best uh, clubs in the country. Mm-hmm. And Greg Fitzsimmons says that he won't do it because there's no direct flight to India. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I thought I was a hothouse flower about the flying. <laughs> that guy is too much work. That's what that tells <laughs> That's you. That's what that is. That sounds like too much work. <laughs> I was like, that makes me... Um, That's well, no, no. Uh, from L.A. to Indianapolis, there's no direct flight. But then you have to drive an hour from Indianapolis. And then you drive insane. an hour from Indianapolis yeah. to Bloomington. But, but, and, and there's no direct flight LAX to, uh, to no, Indianapolis. No, really? Right, right. We had to fly through, um, I think it was Minneapolis. Or no, no, it was Detroit. What's, what's the airline out of Indianapolis? What's the was, air? The hu- there's no hub in Indianapolis. It's a really nice airport, but I did not see, there's no main like, it's not a hub of anything. I think comedy in general Delta. should pull out of Indiana. And it's not South... Uh, <laughs> just pull <laughs> out until you get a hub. Right. Oh, really? Okay. Hmm. Well, there you go. Well, then, Greg Fitzsimmons, maybe you fly American direct to Indianapolis, and then you do crackers, and you do the attic, and maybe you get to do Jokers with a Z, and then you do... You got to do Jokers with a Z. Jokers you got to do that. You got to do that club. Jokers with a Z actually closed. <laughs> so, um, but there's one there other next Morty's. Week. Morty's. Morty's with an uh, S or a Z? An S. Mm. And, uh, so... Not mandatory. <laughs> So what about uh, you're doing? Are you doing roosters? Because uh, this is being recorded Thanksgiving week. So that we, next week, what are you doing? Well, when this, this is useless. I should have promoted this last week because I, I will have just come off of roosters when this drops. Oh, fair enough. I'm doing it this weekend. Oh, that's right. I, yeah, I'm flying to San Jose on. Uh, this is my first. I told you this already. This is my first week in the Bay Area where I don't have oh. roots in the Bay Area. Yeah, I might be very emotional. Yeah. I'm staying in a hotel. I've to... never stayed at a hotel doing roosters. I've always stayed with my parents and dro- and and just drove back and forth, you know? Well, I have this to Dang say. It. You're going to love the hotel. Really? Yeah, because it's a nice hotel. I know. I hear it is. And, uh, and, um, and you don't have to... You know what? Yeah. Just separate praise for Heather for keeping Roosters a comedy club. She's sitting She's sitting on land that's probably worth $10 million because it's in Sunnyvale right now. Don't it's, tell her. Don't tell her. She's got Do you think know. that they own that building? I would think if they didn't, the person who did own it would have been had kicked them out a long time well, ago. Because it's in that weird, like it's right next to a, a, a an auto place. Yeah, but nothing's... In, there's no weirdness. It doesn't matter. It there's doesn't there's matter. nothing weird enough. I just they in, would re- in Sunnyvale. It. A house went for eight hundred thousand dollars over the asking price, and it was just a shitty three-two in Sunnyvale, just huh. like a classic old nineteen-sixties California house. My nephew Disgusting. just moved to San Francisco. Um, How? Uh, he's a programmer, and <sighs> so they moved him, and so he's living in Haight Ashbury. Oh my in God. a one bedroom for thirty-five hundred a month. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. And, but he's walkable to work, I guess. Does he have a car? He doesn't want a car. He's no, never you, wanted parking to Parking in San Francisco My is... nephew, Salmon, uh, his name is Salmon. Uh, uh, his mother is a hippie. And he's an artist. And um, But he designed the Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt. Anyway, oh, but yeah. um, he's a great kid. But he was one of the funniest. Uh, when he turned 18, we are like, happy birthday. And he said, this is a day of mourning. Uh, I don't want to be an adult. <laughs> and, uh, and now he's 26 and... Uh, uh, clearly makes a fair amount of money as a programmer guy because he can live in San Francisco. Judas. But uh, he's um, a really good artist. He's a really uh, he's a he's a great artist, and he obviously a good 
programmer guy or sure. whatever. Congrats to your family and all its successes. <laughs> and uh, and that oh, and so uh, my sister sent me what she thinks, uh, and because I and because somebody asked me, a club owner asked me, what do you think we should talk uh, do about all of this sexism? And uh, and I said, well, don't tolerate it. Uh, you might want to say, hey, that's bad. And my sister wrote a thing, and I was like. Uh, there's no way anybody's going to admit anything, right? Right. Uh, that there's been wrongdoing. But club owners could post this thing. Allow me to read you this. It's, um, in recent weeks, accusations of sexual assault and harassment have been in the news, and we are not immune. As owners of the club, we've been made aware, and then it's this whole thing about being made aware of an employee who attempted to trade stage time for sexual attention. I was like, Darla, why didn't you go to law school? That's awesome. Yeah. We wish to make it clear that this is not acceptable and the employee has been suspended without pay for 90 days. None of that's happening. None of that is happening. There's not a club in America. Uh, we're donating his salary the, he, that he would have been paid to the uh, Sexual Assault and Family Trauma Center, which is also not happening. Uh, <laughs> but here, here's the part that I think that clubs could put up yeah. just as protection for the club. Yeah. Alert to to tell all the comedians, yeah. that they have to keep it together because yeah. they're at a workplace, yeah. which would be this. We want comedians, employees, and fans to know that we are a safe space for comics, fans, and employees, and all efforts will be implemented to make sure we hold up our end of keeping women safe. We apologize. That's great. Yeah, and I was like, man, that'd be great if they did that. Nope, they're not doing that. <laughs> but uh, that last that last couple of sentences would be great. Yeah, that would be. So... Can you talk about the drama you were involved in earlier this week? Oh, Christ. I don't even know. Here's the thing. So, without, you, you could do it without mentioning club names or anything yeah, like no, that. Yeah, well, we did it last week, is, is that there, is a, there was a club and there was all kinds of drama. And supposedly, um, this guy was trading stage time for sexual attention. And, right. um, and there were comics who gave him that sexual attention because comics want stage time. And they mm -hmm. think, who cares? What do you want? A picture of my left elbow? Knock yourself out. You want a picture of my right boob? Here. And mm -hmm. there's so many free boobs on the internet. Well, anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, my right boob is superior to my left boob. So I yes, do it. understand <laughs> if you want to text Why you'd want one. a picture of the right one yes. but not the left yes. one? Interesting. Yes. Good call. Good call. Uh, so uh, I asked um, for uh, the one woman who is in this business. In this particular in, in, in this particular club, is uh, an owner business, in the comedy Yes, one of the owners to call me. And I did. I got some guff from people. They were like, ooh, you told him to have his mom call you. <laughs> and I was like, that's not why I did it. It wasn't like, have your mom call me because I'm, I'm your mom too. I just did it because I didn't want to talk to any of the dudes involved about sexual harassment. Right, right, right. I wanted to talk to another woman who has been in... The, she has had a job. A reg, she's not been sitting around eating bonbons for 40 years. And now she's buying booze for a nightclub. So right. she's dealing with some shitty type of people. Right. It's not like she she's not she hasn't dealt with men her entire life. Right. So I wanted to talk to her about what the accusation was and what the and and granted, I have a vested interest in wanting to work this club still. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, I want to believe thing, her. like you know, some of these clubs that are owned by shitheads, that's still money for that's still income for people. I don't know how to not work for for people who have made bad decisions. Right. Or her who are outright 
cheap sons of bitches. Right, right. Um, and, you know, I live defensively, right? I don't... We were talking about this with that, that one comic club owner that we both wrote down. Yeah, yeah, Different right. Different club, obviously. Yeah. We both wrote down that we don't like to work for the guy because he's a creep. Yeah. And I make sure... That I show up close to showtime. Right. I try to get my check before the show is over so I don't have to Wait. sit next to him while right. he is half in the bag trying right. to touch my arm. Right, right. Or whatever part he can get to. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, these are the things that I do to yeah. make sure that my life is a little bit safer and a little bit less complicated. And the, the other option is not working the club, which is fine if you have 10 million other clubs you're working, yeah. but if you have, you know, you're a regular comic and you're just, you have the clubs you, you work, you go, all right, I'm going to make this and calculation I, and be extra cautious so I can get money from this club. Right. Cause I have to work. Right. And I told you that I emailed. Cause you don't the, get reduced rent or mortgage cause you're no, a woman, I guess. It turns out. Yeah. It's there's, there's no bonus for me just right. saying, Oh, I, I couldn't work that this month because it was all assholes yes. who were booking those, yes. work, those right, jobs. Right, right. And uh and I loved what the the woman the the woman from that scene that I did text and say, Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. She said, I think it's terrible if it's true and I have to work for him. Yeah. Because it's the only work in town. Right. But the local comics had walked out on that club. And I don't know. I mean, gutsy stuff. I thought it was admirable. And I didn't want to be a coward in the face of that, right? I And I do have a lot of work right now. So I could confront them and get this phone call from this woman. Right. So I did, And I let her talk for an hour. And she said that... Uh, Jackie, first of all, for you to do that is a complete <laughs> miracle. I need receipts because I don't believe it. <laughs> well, look, she didn't know it, but I was recording it. What? Oh, it's, uh, that'd be the worst. Oh, that's your that's your bonus podcast. That's my bonus week. podcast. It's um, yeah. So I don't know. So she said that it wasn't real. There's no texts. There's no. She had seen all of his work emails, and I was mm-hmm. like, everyone has an email address. Even your son has an email address you don't know about. Oh, believe me. I've been, my ex had an email address I didn't know about. Oh, and when gross. I found it, I found it. accidentally found it. And then yes. you're like, oh, I didn't know you were such a hooker. I was like, who still has a hotmail? What the fuck? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm so sorry to laugh. Um, yeah. So anyway, she told me that none of it was real. And I choose to believe that she believes that. But I know that she also has a vested interest in this not happening. Yeah. But it would be great if she... Here's the good news. Hopefully this doesn't happen again. Hopefully now there is vigilance in this in this particular situation. Right. Where we're like, uh, you and your hilarious send me boob pictures. I'm just kidding. Unless you send me boob pictures. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Unless you want to. Uh, is the worst uh, experience it's, yeah. in the world. It's ex- it's exploitive. It sucks for the women that are doing it, if, whether they think it or not. And it really sucks for the women who aren't doing it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it sucks somehow even more because they don't get the stage time. Yeah. And treat treat yourself like a comic. It was my favorite line from the last episode. <laughs> Which, and, and by the way, comics aren't treated very well. So you just want to be treated like the yeah, shitty male comic. Yeah, just treat yourself like a shitbag, please. Treat yourself like a up, shitbag male Up yourself comic. a notch. <laughs> Um, the other thing too is, is, um, you know, women, you know, it's harder for us to get work yeah. because we're slotted in the woman's slot 
And um, it, maybe it's not as much of a problem for you and me, yep, right? Not but, now. but for the younger women, yep. they have a hard time getting work. So now you're going to tell them, oh, you can't work this club because this guy's been a creep to other people. Yeah. Like it's, it's, we're, they're in a no win situation there, you know? And mm-hmm. you got to work. I, I, I give, for me, I say work every club you can, you know, when you're on stage as a woman, you are, it's so fucking important for the women in the audience. Don't let it be an all male show. Don't pull out, you know, work it, get your money, work it and get to a position of power so that you can make, so that you can, you you can can have better better, options, you know, you have better options and you can make it better for other women. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I love that idea. Because, first of all, it allows me to keep working that club. (laughs) (laughs) Very self-serving. It's very self-serving. They they own two clubs. But but you know what? You got to fucking work. I got to work. And I got to do headline sets. You know, uh, this, this Bloomington week, by the way, was a fucking delight. Wow, that sounds really fun. Uh, We both did, I just did all brand new premises. Mm Mm-hmm. All weekend, five shows, 20, 25 Did you minutes. Bomb every time. I just ate it one time after another. To, I just wouldn't have been crickets. able to. No, I didn't eat it. I, I destroyed. Really? Yeah. With they carried shit? me off stage. Yeah. Standing ovations. I don't think you people understand <laughs> who you're talking to. <laughs> what on earth? Well, you just <laughs> said brand new premises. Oh, they're all gold, Jackie. They're all, all gold. gold. Are you sure not hearing things? Uh, I'm sorry. The Lord has spoken to me. That's where I get my premises. And they come and they just, it's just, no, there was, first of all, well, it's, I Maria, know, it's Maria's I know audiences. If and I was going up with all new premises, it yeah. would be a, a, a toilet clogged with turds. Okay. No. Well, here's the thing is, um, first of all, I'm much more charming than you are. So. <laughs> I will milk the goodwill of an audience <laughs> right and left until they are squoze dry. No, uh, it's Bamford's audience. Right. So the Maria Bamford audience is literally just sitting there being supportive. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of their modus operandi. Right, right. So they're available initially. Um, okay. I... Uh, I bookend, uh, you know, it's essentially I bookended it with with older stuff, obviously, okay. right? So okay, that makes the big difference. <laughs> oh, okay, you, oh, that's a str- I'm so sorry I didn't going tell up you that cold with new premises. A that's wheelbarrow what you in light. the plot. Yes, what? Right. That's a Princess Bride reference. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> oh my, Harold the Mod. Any other movies from the '80s you want to throw at me? <laughs> yeah, Romancing the Stone. Here's oh my what God. happened. <laughs> Roger Rabbit. When what's his name slaps Betty? You know, Boob's that butt. was a rhetorical question. It doesn't need to be answered. And I I would think a comedian would know that. <laughs> the premise of Canticle for Leibowitz is about how history is cyclical. Anyway, how would you pronounce... How, how much time you- have we done? <laughs> we are at 34. Ha ha. <laughs> I was going to say, you won if we were 29 and under. I'm like, oh, she defeated me. But now that we're, we're at 34, I'm ahead. Hey, comic of the week. Comic of the week. Do it. Oh, Taylor Tomlinson. Yeah, we went with Taylor Tomlinson, who I, Felicia Michaels told me she just destroyed at Montreal That's at the awesome. New Faces. She, had a, she awesome. just did Conan, too. She had a really great set. She had a really great set on Conan. So Taylor Tomlinson, you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's at Taylor Tomlinson, oddly enough. T-O-M-L-I-N-S-O-N. O-N. Okay. Yeah, I believe it's an S-O-N. And uh, she's a delight. You got We're something? at 35 now? <laughs> Mm. Thirty-four fifty-one, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that's that sounds fun. I had I, oh okay. So I was supposed to do 
these benefits, th- this time of season, this time of year is when people start doing benefits. And yeah. then you're not talking to comedy bookers. You're talking to benefit people who are. Are you doing benefits or corporates? Are you benefits? Some, yeah, Charitable? benefits. Okay. Where, okay, are you, Those avail- don't pay well. are you available on this night? Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> I said they don't pay well because I'm an asshole. Oh, they, no. they don't pay at all. I know because they're benefits, Jackie. Anyway. Yeah. So are you available this night? Yeah, I am. Okay, um, I'm going to get back. I'm going to uh, uh, talk to the board and see if we can uh, book. Okay. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just put it down. <laughs> and I picked up another spot, and I'm yeah. like, I'll, I'll do that one late and this one early, you know, whatever. Tentative, tentative. Yes. Yeah. And then a couple. I haven't still, still haven't heard back from the board. Okay, whatever. Okay, <laughs> Why do like, I? Like, I don't care. Know. Yeah. I don't care. It's on my book, by the way, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm assuming the board's okay with me. Right. I don't know. I fucking been on Kona and had a pretty good fucking set. Is that a problem board of some shitty charity that I'm willing to work for free? Wait a minute. Exactly. We're trying to entertain you. For Jesus free. Christ. If you could run it by everybody's grandmother, yeah. that'd yeah, be yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, oh, what if, what if, ooh. what if, oh, it's those people booking a room. Oh, so then a couple more. Oh, we haven't still haven't just making sure you're still available. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm in town and whatever. We'll figure it out. And then. And then, well, okay, great. The board approved you. Okay, great. Nice. Okay. This is like the 95th email <laughs> about one gig. And I keep going because there's so many benefits now. I'm like, yeah. which, which one, one is this? this? No yeah. one's, she's not. Okay. So then um, I go, well, if I can get out by 840 to do this other show, that'd be great. Okay. Okay. And then she comes back. You know what? We're overbooked anyway, and we decided that since you have to get out by 840, we're going to and – I, and I just said, Jesus. I said, 90 emails back and forth with you, and you're overbooked. I said, don't contact me again. Yeah. And the woman who oh, sent me nice 30 work. million emails in a week all of yeah. a sudden never replied. Yeah. Oh, never replied. Direction. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah, so take it on the arches. Get the fuck out. Yeah, that's, uh, that's I don't insane. Know, I don't know what take it on the arches means, arches, but I like it. Arches. Over here. Oh, oh in your yeah. feet? Oh. Yeah, the arches in your feet. What's that mean, though, still? Take it on the arches? Take it on the arches. Like it's I knocked her out and her feet are sticking up? Yeah, yeah. Don't drag, don't drag your feet on the, on the way out. Oh. Get out. <laughs> I'm glad. Oh, hey, it's from the 30s and not the 80s, so exactly. that's exciting. Going You're back going back in town. You guys don't know this. in time. But uh, I was raised by pioneers. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's corporate time and it's charity time. Yeah. And so I got an email from a local club mm-hmm. and... Um, and he said, hey, if you can keep it clean, I have some corporate parties coming to the club this night, this night, and this night. Yeah. And by the way, uh, bookers who don't know how to BCC people, you <laughs> drive me banana land. Because <laughs> I, don't need, replying all. I don't need to know if Eliza can also do it. I'm psyched. Uh, I hope it all works out right. for everyone. But that's also comics who don't know how to reply versus reply all. There's two, there's two uh, criminals oh. here. Ooh, there's just two criminals here. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. And so I just hit reply. Uh, finally. See, yeah. Because I was on the road and I, and I like to sort of sit down and think about it. So I replied uh, and I said, uh, okay, I can do three of those dates if there's still anything open. And uh, it, was a, it was an email with 30 comics on it. Yeah. So he emails me back and says, no, no, they're all full. But there's a dirty show the, like two days later. And I was like, yeah, I can also do that. I mean, my brain's attached to my fucking face. I can either do your clean show or your not clean show. I'm yeah. just going to do comedy. 
And I once got booked, I think I might have told you the story, the, the story at Moon Tower, I did the nasty show was Ari Shafir and Bobby Slayton. And, and you. And oh me. God. And so I followed Ari Shafir opening, talking about how, uh, and I think it must have been brand new material because it didn't have a punchline. Mm-hmm. But the premise was, is that women should blow guys in the morning, but men shouldn't perform oral sex. Or, as he put it, eat them out uh, in the AM because women are gross. Uh, and I was like, everyone's gross in the morning. Uh, you uh, to, to, to perform Can oral just... sex on somebody in the AM right. is true love. Well, anyway. And also, uh, again, I wasn't there, so I, I never... Yeah, I please don't want to comment on anyone's material, but please do. in general, all body fluid is disgusting. All body fluid, all of it. You, you got to write any the time best of the day. fucking punchline ever. I have an old period joke. I don't know if you heard. Anyway, yes. Uh, <laughs> I love Ryan Stout. <laughs> Ryan Stout Look. just tweeted me about it. <laughs> I love, it was like you just looked at the floor and your eyes got big. <laughs> yes, yes, I know you do. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, and then followed by Bobby Slayton, uh, this is probably three years ago before his wife died, and about how he didn't want to fuck his wife because she has an old pussy, and it was 65 years old, and, and his dick is 65 years old. And so, and then I You know up, what? D- yeah, you... And I tried to do my uh, my social justice bard jokes. Yeah. Nobody fucking wanted to hear. Anyway. But here's the thing, like, when a comic... When you when a comic does a bit like that that is so obviously hypocritical, a lot of people in the audience are thinking that they're like a lot of women are like, but your dick's six. Like you're not yeah. getting a just because you're getting a laugh, you're really not getting away with it because about half of your audience is like that doesn't they're track. It, exactly. it doesn't track. Yeah, right. yeah. I had a great set afterwards because I uh, I did. Um, uh, the dirtiest of my material, which isn't dirty, yeah, it's just mentions. I mean, now it is. Now that I've got the the period joke, but uh, but oh uh, my god, <laughs> but the, I want to just say it a bunch of times. Anyway, so, um, but I think that uh, I had a good set just because it it was in contrast, you right. know, to it not being quite as filthy, yeah. And, um, but Ari's never invited me to do the nasty show again. I don't think I was dirty enough for him, but, but like, I, have you ever had that problem? I've had people say, yeah, you can't do, you're not dirty enough. And I was like, I can dirty it up. And they're like, no, you can't. Yeah. I mean, it goes against my, cause I think it's, uh, yeah, I had this one joke where I say pussy and I keep trying to clean it up and I have a, I don't know. It's because I just feel like that's the reason it's getting a laugh is because it's that because of that word. Yeah. And, and I'm like, uh, you know, I don't want, I'm not too proud of that, you know, but I mean, some people don't give a shit. They just want to get their laugh yeah, and get but no, out. Have you ever had that problem where you didn't get booked cause you weren't dirty? Enough? Yeah. I've never been on a nasty show. I, um, I've never I, asked to be on one. Well, I got turned, I got turned out. I was, it was, and it was probably 15 years ago. They're basically saying, do you have 20 minutes on uh, anal sex? Or, no, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. That's what. But the, that's can what... I just do my act in front of your weird, dirty audience? Um, that's. I mean, and they know that I'm just trying to get up and get the stage time because I'll. I won't be that dirty. Yeah. But the audience will have fun anyway. Yeah. The, the audience doesn't need it to be filthy. And I don't. If you've think, got do you a think? couple people being filthy, that's good enough. That's you don't, plenty of. You filth. don't have to have everyone be. And if you can have a like a reasonably clean comic follow a filthy comic and still get laughs. That's a still a great show. I mean, that, I, and that kudos to that comic too, you know? Right. I could have been that comic, but I didn't get that gig. 
Very yeah. sad. Still mad about it, turns out, 12 years later. <laughs> yeah, no, and I don't want to drive to Irvine. It was down in Irvine. Oh. It would have been the dumbest gig in the world. It was actually yeah. a gift that this guy was like, you're not dirty enough. And it was, it's also an hour and 15 minutes away for no money. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So it would have been dumb. Uh, people keep trying to book me over DM, by the way. DM, PM, texting. I am having... I, when I write down a spot, I write down who did it and how they contacted me so I can find the details. It's getting very... It's getting like, complicated. I would love to get off Facebook, but I get a lot of uh, spots from Facebook. Yeah, you I know? get a lot of inquiries, but I make people go to email. Oh, that's a good idea. And, and But the thing is, is I wish I just had a... Te- I wish I could just... Like, you know, I wish there was a key command. Remember that same, th- please email me this very question, and then I'll look at my book. Yeah. Because then, because I, otherwise I don't write it down. I know. That's happened a couple of times. It's happened a couple of times. Where you, and then you're on Twitter and you're being mentioned in a show that night. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Look. Yeah. Now we're doing a live Dork Force, to, uh, live uh, Jackie and Laurie tonight, the night that this comes right. out. Yes, if this you're be, in Los Angeles, we'll be at Flappers at Burbank eight, yeah. at 8 o'clock. And I'm also supposed to do Car Clink's thing in uh, uh, at UCB. At what time? Uh, I, th- I think it's at 9. But uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I might cancel it. and Because I'm definitely, clearly, I'm half of this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, you're going to need me at Well, Flappers. does it start at 9? If you just go last, you can just go right after. I think after. it starts at 8. Ooh. So I don't think it can happen. But uh, but I want to do But character. if you cancel, I'll try to get that spot. <laughs> 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 I will. I'll be you, you let me know. I will text Cara immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Um, so... Uh, another thing um, I heard a couple of days ago from one of our mutuals, mm-hmm. uh, lady friends of, mm-hmm. a, of of our of our length of duration of doing stand up comedy, right? Is that she posted a thing about the sexism, mm-hmm. and some guy posted his thing about the uh, like a one of the what, a male comic, a male comic. Oh, you got to tell me who it is. And uh, uh, the hell is that guy's it, name? It's on Facebook. Yeah. We can all see it then, right? We can all see it. And it his name's like Blaketon or Bud? Dave? Blake, uh, is is he um, a Vietnam vet? I don't know. Blake Clark? No, no. His last name is like Blaketon or Baketon. Mm, okay, or, yeah. I forget what it is. But whatever it was, he was talking about how, yeah, the, the, uh, Louis is a shit and this guy's an asshole and his very next post was I got free tickets to the premiere of Woody Allen's new movie and we got to meet Woody Allen and you're like wow you're you bit tone deaf there buddy <laughs> and uh, so I was like I have to find that post and uh, and, and the, the, the lesser of crimes we've heard recently though of, Somebody be excited to be to but, meet Woody Allen. Oh, you know oh, what I mean. Oh, the fact you that, know that who's guy killing was... it on essays on Facebook is Felicia Michaels. Yes, she's written some really. If you did, you read her... Vanda Mikulowski's though. Oh yeah, I we, love we that. Talk about that. Yeah, Tell yeah. me what you liked about that. I forgot. My favorite line was that we have to figure out a way to raise some men to think that they could just get laid. They don't have to steal it. You can just ask for sex. You don't have to try to trick women into it. Yeah, and it's and it's and she also had the other flip side is that is that women feel like sometimes they have to be tricked into having sex to enjoy it. 
You know, it's like because we're all so fecocted when we're being raised that yeah. sex is so bad. Yeah. And women aren't supposed to give it away at all. Right, right, right. And men aren't. You're like, so so I have to trick you into having sex. And you're like, let's just let's just even the playing field. Yeah. <laughs> Go forward from this point on. We're all just going to talk to each other. How yeah. about that? The And the only creeps that I still I think are creeps are guys who think it's okay for a 40-year-old to pull a kid out of trigonometry to ask her out. How about that? Uh, you're just like... You a- know, it's, his, his, uh, Ray Moore's wife, it turns out, they're finding out today, because from earlier times of, of him talking... Of he's married. Well, yeah, he's married, and she's sticking up for him. He first saw her when she was 15, and talks about when the moment he first saw her, and then it turns out she was 15 at that time. And how old was he? Yeah, twenty five. At least over. He's got to be over thirty, right? Well, I mean, is, he is, wasn't is fifteen he, at the time. He was not. He was at least ten years older than she Probably, was. Probably, okay. yeah. Because she's younger than he is. Yeah, a, by a lot. Ugh. Um, but my swim coach, in my imprisoned swim coach, yes. his wife, um, his, his wife, he was coaching when she was. Fifteen or sixteen, and they got married like when she was eighteen. Wow! And I was just thinking about her because she was like, I think she knew or suspected some stuff was happening with mm-hmm. other swimmers, but because it happened to her again, like this is back in the seventies and eight, mm-hmm. early eighties. You're like, I don't know, you don't think it's a crime because it happened to you and you married the guy. Yeah, you know, I think you're she, like, oh, it all worked out. He she did considered the thing or something. No, I think she considered that he was cheating on her with swimmers he was attacking. Oh. But um, but I could be wrong about that. She just she never came out violently against him against him, even though she'd be remarried and stuff like that. At least not to, not to my knowledge. But she was like, it was interesting because I, I was just thinking about. Uh, the swimming careers that were derailed because of this guy, right? <laughs> right, and that's real. That's, I'm no, sorry these to are laugh. Olympic athletes. These are potential Olympic athletes who are now, you know, damaged and spending the rest of their life reckoning with a damaged, a damaged child, trying to figure out what and, the fuck. Yes, know? and um, and I think I think of her as as like one of them. You know, she 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 passed away. She had she oh, got she- MRSA from a Kaiser hospital. Yeah, it was MRSA that infection. Yes, thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know why we have to badmouth Kaiser. Anyway, <laughs> well, why we badmouth MRSA? It's it's trying to live too. <laughs> it's trying. To it live. is. It's a every, bacteria. Every Jackie. life will every, find a way, Jackie. It's a, a chemical but, for labor with. But Go. she was like the. She was like in the top. Top sixteen in the world in in the late seventies and real his wife yeah two hundred meter breaststroke. This is when this is the Eastern Bloc co- countries were all doping their female swimmers, yeah, yeah. not to their knowledge. And so for an American to eat, she was clean. American to be even in the top sixteen was a fucking miracle. And then she married this guy, and then it kind of just fizzled away. And I always thought maybe she quit or she lost interest, but I'm like, no, she was interfered with this in this yeah. way and it was a violation she probably couldn't even articulate it just she just knew it didn't feel good anymore you know yeah. what i mean i don't know yeah no so when it you does it does feel like career interference and it's so it's so much more wretched when a coach is doing because you spend three to five hours a day with a swim coach or other athletic coaches and when you look at the gymnastics team that were systematically violated our u.s gymnastics teams the one that were ju- that just won medals in brazil by their doctor, by their team doctor. That's the one you see maybe, I don't know, twice a year, five wow. times a year. I'm not really sure. 
you know, and they were, they were able to still, you know, co- you know, stay, stay on track with their careers and do really well. But I don't know. It's just uh, uh, it, like one person can wreck so, so many, many lives. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's the same thing with like a mass murder, right? You, you think of 60 people killed in Las Vegas. What about the 400 that have bullets in their bodies that are right. going to spend the rest of their lives limping or on, you know, like we always forget the collateral damage if somebody right. wasn't and, murdered. And, and the 9,000 people that were around them who wet themselves <laughs> yes. and ran screaming into the night. Right. You know, I mean, why it's... do we, we, there's, we just let, we just let these people Damage so many like the psychopaths we're, damage so many people, and we hardly jail any of them. And well, and we're in we're in this weird historical place right now where all this stuff, it's like the worst two percent of society is in control, and they're in full on panic attack that white men are losing some power. They're losing the numbers game, losing right? Such little amounts of power. Well, and that's it. Any the tiniest amount of power is being taken from them and they're having right. the craziest temper tantrum yes. in the world right. which is essentially like blown away a rock face that has revealed this fossil of a dinosaur yeah. that we all have to now fucking deal with right. which is amazing that we're dealing with it right? right like everybody now knows that ass slapping and standing in the way while somebody is smiling uncomfortably at you yeah both and of those are inappropriate it's taking taking you know understanding that that you're harming someone's career like taking women seriously as professional people no matter what the profession like yeah i, I guess no one did that before no no this is part of it oh, damn. this is part part of it is that is that you're you're interfering with with and 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 and, and it's manifesting in in this career and it's always has in this career way and now they're trying to genuinely like outlaw birth control you know, they're trying to, like, they're taking away, and right. you're like, did you want to, because deadbeat dad laws are on the books, you guys. So is it, you You don't want women to have birth control. Is that what you're seeing? And so, I mean, literally, they're panicking on absolutely oh, on every, every level. level. Yeah. And it's just a weird shit show that I never wanted to live through, but I'm kind of fascinated. I know. It's kind of fascinating. Yeah. Um, but it is too bad about Lassiter and Charlie Rose and my brother called me and, and Franken uh, and Franken and, um, Gross. are we at an hour? We are at 53. Oh, okay. we're doing great. Okay. We're doing great. My, uh, one of my brothers called me, they've all, my brother who's watching, by the way, all the Christmas Hallmark movies. Yeah. I was like, good for you anyway. So, uh, but he called me to explain sexism to me and I was like, oh, no, no, I've, I've heard this premise. It's good. <laughs> and if you could not, you do know that I'm 50 and, uh, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm male dominated. Oh my and he God. teaches econ. But here's, here's, his, here's, here's the premise the pre- right. that he was telling me that I said I'm familiar with that premise. And it is that Al Franken and Charlie, I mean, whatever, all these young, com- all these comics and Woody Allen and guys like that, they didn't have any power when they were young men and then they they became very popular and and they got and now they're abusing their power and i said you know i've heard that premise but my brother russ he teaches econ freshman uh freshman econ Mm -hmm. he didn't have any power and he's not a creep to 18 year old freshmen and he's like well no but i'm i'm me i don't have anything and i said 
Yeah, yeah, there's 98% of the men on the planet are you. 2% of them. I don't think 98%. <laughs> I'd say 90, but here's the thing. Here's the math I didn't do. You know that 2% of 3.5 billion men? Mm-hmm. That's actually a lot of men. That's true. And I never thought of it like that. And none of them are attracted to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> the the power-hungry ones are. They're like, oh, maybe she can pay my rent. <laughs> Such a dick. So we got, uh, tonight is uh, live Jackie and Laurie at Flappers. Yes, come down for that. I'm doing Denver, Oklahoma City, and something outside of Oklahoma City, like some casino. With Maria okay, uh, this week. I'll be in Los Angeles this week doing local spots. I will tweet them uh, all an hour beforehand, so you have plenty of time to wash your hands and get in the car. And I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving, and uh, everyone should donate you to going a f- food bank. Yeah, where are you going to for Thanksgiving? We're going to go stare at the moms. They're old. They live in the middle uh, of California. In Fresno? Uh, outside of Fresno, okay. uh, outside of Visalia. In, uh, uh, they're getting a little older. Not even in Visalia, outside of Visalia? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, for wow. years they lived in a, a little orange town called uh, Lindsay, where the An olives were fun. Oh, okay. Wow, olives cool. and oranges. And, uh, and now they, they moved a town over, but uh, it is uh, a goofy little town. <laughs> yeah. But, they, um, but they're such nice. His mom. I love his mom. That sounds cool. They're really sweet. We're, what are you guys doing? Um, my oh, whole is your life- mom already... Up there? No. My whole life, we've gone to, we lived in the Bay Area. We did a Bay Area Thanksgiving my whole life with my, the Kilmartin cousins. Till last year? Till this year. This is the first year you're not doing it? My Aunt Patty, who was the last old person from that group that was passed away. And so now everyone's sort of scattered. There's no like center there. And so uh, we're going to my cousins in San Diego. So it's like a, I'm like, oh, it's a SoCal Thanksgiving. I'm so against it. But I'm happy to see. I, I, I'm so glad I wasn't raised here to have that sort of weird attitude. I was raised this way. You, and that's that's how you were raised. You were raised with this, this. Hatred towards Los Angeles and Southern <laughs> California and flip-flops that I'm wearing. But, yeah. Um, so uh, so we're, all, we're all headed down. Flip-flops. Your sister coming down, too? No, she's uh, she goes stay up not, there with her family. She's working some kooky hours. She's a psychiatrist, so she's on call. She's a child psychiatrist, so she's on call. Has she thought about uh, talking to the boy about his and his unicorn? No, his, all right, no. She's, Fair she said they were they were they're out, well, they were out of their My minds. My kid is fine. He's, He's fine. very creative. And then I then I told him like he you seems know, enormously I sane because they're like he's obsessed with murderers because all of his videos are mur- it's you know he, he loves 11. that shit. I go I wrote I have a comedy special about my dad dying and I wrote I'm writing a book about dead people like maybe that's just the theme in our household. Right. <laughs> maybe that's us. Right. So don't why don't you let him deal with death the way he's dealing with death? Yeah, but and, the fact that he had to walk, he was summoned to the principals and and uh, the first, he walked in saying, "I'm not suicidal." I'm like, "Why is an 11 year old having to do this? That. Ridiculous! Yes, that is ridiculous. That's nuts." Yeah, he's fine, you guys. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, we're at 58. That's so close. Good enough. <laughs> Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 